A few months ago, the Mega Millions jackpot was over a billion and a half dollars. Did you buy a ticket? I did. <laughs> and here in Arkansas, buying a ticket is as easy as walking into a gas station and handing over $2 and taking your ticket. But back in Alabama, a state that doesn't participate in the lottery, whenever the jackpot gets really big, you're sure to get at least one email from a friend or a relative or a coworker who wants you to know that he or she is gonna take some time off of work and drive across state lines with whatever money you give that person so that that person can buy lottery tickets on behalf of everyone he or she knows and we all jump in. Whenever I play the lottery, it's only when the jackpot is huge. And I play with no expectation that I will win. I don't think any rational person expects to win, but still I play. And for my $2, what am I buying? An opportunity to hope? Because it's fun to imagine what we would do with a billion dollars. It's fun. And it's a lot easier to imagine, to give my heart into that possibility when I'm holding on to a ticket than when I'm just thinking about it in my bed. The odds of winning the Mega Millions jackpot are 302,575,350 to one. And still we dream. The odds of reaching the end of our natural life is one in one. It's perfect. But how many of us give more than a passing thought to the end of our life? And why is that? Maybe you've noticed that when people talk about the lottery, they talk about when they will win the lottery, what they will do with their money. But when they talk about death, they say, if I die. <laughs> why is it backwards? Why do we spend so much time and energy imagining the astronomically minuscule possibility that we will wake up a billionaire and give not more than one or two thoughts to the end. Why? Because I think death makes a lousy commercial. Today, we come to church to hear the church invite us to remember the thing that the world would have us forget, that all of us will die. There is no amount of retinol, no plastic surgeon's nip or tuck, no exercise routine, no diet regimen, no sunny retirement place in Florida, no reverse mortgage, no life annuity that will prevent the inevitable from happening. The commercials don't come out and say it quite like that because they know that to name it fully would make the illusion disappear. But the world is selling us thousands and thousands of excuses, ways to pretend that our turn won't come. But the truth is that it will. And we come to put those ashes on our head, that carbon, the very thing of which we are made, the very dust to which our bodies will return to proclaim a strange and unusual truth, our mortality. And here 
on this day, in this setting, we proclaim it, we enact it as good news. But how can that be good news? Because, as Jesus tells us, in this life, we are either storing up for ourselves treasures on earth or in heaven. And that really big pile of wealth and accomplishments and accolades and affirmations, it doesn't amount to anything in the end. More to the point, an honest glimpse at our own mortality allows us to see what God is offering instead of what the world would have us buy. It tells us that in the end, all of us will become a lifeless, breathless pile of fertilizer, and still, God loves us just the same. That's radically good news. Jesus says, when you give alms, don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your giving may be done in secret. Whenever you pray, go into your room and shut the door so that only your Father who sees in secret will know. And whenever you fast, wash your face and don't tell anybody about it. Don't post about it on Facebook, Jesus says, so that people won't know what you're up to. Sure, you can practice your piety in front of other people, and they will almost certainly hold you in higher esteem. But what good will that do you in the end? The harder we work at making a name for ourselves, the harder it is to see the truth that God is showing us. That God loves us no matter who we are or what we do. Remembering that is repentance. Embodying that is repentance. Reenacting that, proclaiming that truth is repentance. We come to church on Ash Wednesday not to convince God that we are appropriately sorry for the mistakes that we have done, but to remind ourselves of that truth that the world would have us forget, that we belong to the one who made us, that it doesn't matter whether our name is on the children's wing at the local hospital or on a plaque in the cemetery reserved for the unclaimed corpses left at the morgue. When God sees us, God sees God's beloved treasure. The collect that we say here at Ash Wednesday envisions something remarkable, if not miraculous. As we pray, we are here to seek perfect remission and forgiveness. Perfect, not momentary, not temporary, not once a year, but perfect, complete, total, finished. And how do we find that perfect, that complete standing in God's eyes? Not by convincing God that we're good enough for God's love, but by moving, ironically, in the opposite direction by, as we pray, worthily lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness. In other words, we take off the mask. We stop pretending. We stop putting our best foot forward and instead jump in with our whole imperfect selves. We say to God, here I am, broken, 
sinful, imperfect, and selfish, and yet the one you have made and the one you love. Because God hates nothing that God has made. Today, as we come forward and receive that ashen cross, we are, in effect, receiving a lottery ticket. One that is guaranteed to pay off someday. And when it does, when we stand before the one who has made us, we are naked except for the grace and love with which God clothes us. From this moment until then, for the rest of our lives, we can spend our time and energy and effort trying to make a name for ourselves or accepting the name that God gives to each of us, a name which is beloved. But it's a lot harder to hear God whisper that name into our ears when we are trying to convince the world and ourselves how good we are. 